and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T, the show where we talk how to live more functionally, more independently, more occupationally with using the lens of an occupational therapist. Here in season four, we're talking for the love of many different things. First, we were talking different items and aspects of our life. Now we're going to talk about different ideals and traits and ways of thinking. God willing, Blee Ned, you're here on OT Talk. Again, the big hiatus is coming up, the winter hiatus. We're going to take for a, a little while. We try to take Blee Ned or two hiatuses throughout the season, one in winter, one in spring, as we try to make it through this school year. So stay tuned for that. Just a few more episodes and then we'll be taking our break. So, when we think of different traits in life, when we think of different midot, we call it in Hebrew, different attributes, different qualities that we can have in our own life, one of them to have, an important one to have, is kindness. Being able to be selfless and to be able to think about others, being able to help others and to be able to... To, to, to do good for others, to give to others, is a wonderful real trait to have. They say in Ethics of the Fathers, a different show I do, they say that the world was created and sustained on different things, on prayer and service and doing good and peace and justice, but giving to others. If we can make a mindset where we're having a giving mindset, we're having a generous mindset, we're having a mindset that we think about others, that we try to be involved with taking care of others, that's really a step towards making the world a much better place. If we have such a mindset, if we put within our lives such a mindset, our lives by definition will feel much more meaningful, will feel much more fulfilling, and will feel much more worthy. There's nothing compared to a giving life versus a taking life. When you're doing in your life, when you're just taking, 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 when you're just grabbing from others, seeing what can I get from others? What can I take from others? What else can I buy? What else can I take? What else can I get from myself? Me, 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 selfish, selfish, selfish. That kind of a life is devoid of meaning. That kind of a life just feels meaningless. It feels lacking purpose and lacking worth. It's as if you feel like you're wasting away on the couch, on the bed, not doing anything, not contributing anything. And it's very bad for the soul. It's very bad for the essence of your person. It's very much could lead into a very downward spiral, God forbid, and could lead to very dark places, very bad places besides for mental health-wise, but even in, in, in life-wise. You're going to look for places that have the wrong meaning, God forbid. You're going to look for aspects that have wrong meaning, and that could be why on some tiny level people look for answers and look for meaning in the wrong ways with um, really bad habits, like with uh, drinking and drugs or the like. God forbid we should never know from any of those things. You want to feel real purpose you want to feel real value and real meaning. It's to have a life full of giving, a life full of kindness for others. And not the kind of kindness where you're expecting things in return, but the kind of kindness where you don't need anything in return and you don't want anything in return and you don't expect anything in return. Judaism understood this and accepted this very, very long ago. Way back when, when the world was very confused and was worshipping craziness, there was Abraham Avraham who recognized and started the whole idea of uh, Judaism and monotheism, and from there it spurned on to other places. But of course he recognized that God himself was the only ruler and recognized that there was one one 
element in the whole world and recognized that the whole way to make the world better was to give to others. He fundamentally imbued himself with the kindness trait, with the trait of chesed, we call it in Hebrew, the ability to give to others. He loves to do for others, to serve others, to teach to others, to give to others. That was his whole essence and his whole being. We too should do so. You know, everybody comes from the original people, you know, from Adam and then Noah and then Abraham. Everybody comes down from them, all those different people in the entire world. So we should make that trait really pronounced and really strong within our own life. I'm telling you, if your days are full of giving... And if you make your relationships full of giving, you'll have a wonderful, wonderful type of life. They say in Hebrew, the root of the word love in Hebrew is ahava. So we have a way of looking at the word that you take the Hebrew letters, aleph, hey, vez, and hey, which is the first letter, and then the fifth letter, and then the second letter, and then the, and then the fifth letter, ahava. You know, you take that and you look at the root of it. Every Jewish word has a root. The root is have, which means to go, to give. Because a real relationship, a real loving type of relationship is where everyone's looking to give and not looking to take. That's why a lot of times, unfortunately, relationships are not working out because people are selfish. People are not selfless. People are looking to take and not to give. A real relationship is not 50-50. A famous author and commentator, I don't remember who said, but Rabbi Eliyahu Dessler says in his Strive for Truth, a very important ethical work in Judaic thought, he said the best type of love is when you're giving and you're giving and everyone gives 100%. It's not like I give 50 and I get 50. It's where I give 100%. If you do everything you can for your spouse and they do everything they can for you, that's a full loving relationship. Yes, so take care of the garbage, take care of the dishes, take care of the money, take care of the chores, take care of everything you can for the person because you love to do for the person, to give for the person, and they will give as much as they can in their ways. You give as much as you can, 100% to your spouse. Why is the, the most love that you feel, besides for your spouse, hopefully, towards your children? Isn't it a crazy relationship? It's so much giving and there's not much taking. There's so much giving and how much reciprocation do you get, especially when they're only one or two or three or four or five. What can they give back to you? Besides for nachat, the Hebrew term for pleasure, feeling that wonderful feeling of seeing them in their play or on the soccer field or getting good grades. What it, what can they really give to you? It's not like they could do for you. They're little kids. It's all about giving to them. But that's the point. Because real love, real kindness, real giving is when you give 100%. That's why a parent for a child, the love for a parent for a child will never be experienced as a, as a child to the parent. The love that a parent feels for a child will never feel back the same level as a child for a parent. That's why they say a parent could take care of 10 kids, but 10 kids can't take care of one parent. Because they're missing the point of how it is, what's involved with real giving. If you have a life that's about giving, being generous, being selfless, that will be a life really happy, really full of love, really full of purpose and meaning. I could tell you from my own life, I try to, on some tiny level, be a little bit of giving, a little bit of generous on some tiny level. 
Um, of course, I'm not nearly as good as it as many other people, but when you get a check, you give the tenth to charity, you give a tenth to tithes, to to worthy institutions. That's a Jewish idea, but many other people do it. Many people give a lot more, but in Jewish law, you're not supposed to break the bank. You're supposed to give from a tenth up to a fifth, but really anywhere in between. So when you get a $2,000 check, you give that $200. That money you give is really the only money you take. After 120 years, you're not going to take anything material. You're not going to take anything with you, not your house, not your car. None of the wonderful creature comforts or however many cars, houses, or things you have. Nothing comes with you. All that comes with you is the good you did, the impact you made, who did you help. So the money you give away for others is really the money that comes with you. Being a generous person with money, also being generous with your time. If someone needs your help, needs your resources, needs your ability, your capability, your therapist, help them in a way you know how in your expertise. You're a teacher, so teach others who need your teaching. You're a rabbi, you're a lawyer, a businessman. Help people with the skill set, the unique skill set that you have. Use your passion to help others. Use your love to help others. Give to others. Be a kind person with a kind mentality, a kind persona. Someone that needs a call, give them a call. Someone that needs a text, shoot them a text. Someone that needs a visit, someone who's sick, go visit them. The Talmud explains visiting a person is, is as if on some level taking away a 60th of their sickness. How good would that be to be able to help that person? Somebody who needs clothing, give to the clothing drives. Give to a food bank. People that need food, a lot of times we try to donate to different places. All these life-saving organizations like Hatsala, which is a volunteer EMS, EMT kind of a situation. All these different places. Give, give, give as much as you can. And giving starts in the home. Starts with the spouse. Starts with the kids. Give. Don't expect to receive. Don't give because you want to receive. Give because you just want to give. If you live a life full of kindness, giving to others, thinking about others, not being selfish. When's the next time I could go to the bar? When's the next time I could go to the gym just for myself? I I need to take care of myself. I'm going to do this. I can't take care of anything else. Think about your spouse and kids first. They say you're supposed to feed your spouse and your kids and then yourself. Teaching priorities. You take care of your spouse and your kids and then yourself. I only want to sit down and eat at the table once I'm made sure my wife and kids eat. I only want to sit down and relax after I make sure that my kids are in bed. I spend time with my wife. I took care of the chores and then I can rest and relax and watch my own stuff. Make sure to prioritize. Kindness starts in the home. Kindness for other people. When you think of other people, you can live a life that's more occupational, more meaningful, more spiritual on some level, and more fulfilling on every level. You can never go wrong with doing kindness for others. You can never go wrong with being selfless towards others. You can never go wrong with being a giving, generous person for others. Obviously, don't break the bank. Don't destroy yourself by giving too much in different ways. Do it in moderate ways, but make sure to be giving. Make sure to be selfless, and then you could have a really functional, really occupational, and really independent life every single day. Join us next time as we talk about the idea of gratitude here on OT Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.